So hello everybody and welcome back to the Nesbitt Connection Podcast. I'm so thrilled to be back here with you. Uh, you know, it, the, the interesting thing is, of course, I, I, I record these now on video as well and I'm, I'm really excited to see how many people are actually watching on YouTube. I think that's great that we're, that's growing. Uh, I know I like to watch YouTube, especially at night I'm in bed. I, I just find that there's to me, there's nothing on TV, so I love YouTube. So I'm glad to have all the YouTube followers and, and those watching. I really appreciate your support. I, I just, I want to bring something up that, uh, that's that been somewhat bugging me lately because, it, it, believe me, I, I really have this burning desire to help the, the construction industry, the trades industry, to get people. It's incredible to see how nobody wants to get their hands dirty anymore. You know, no, nobody wants to, um, you know, have a, let's say, a good, to me, it's a great career in an industry that's needed. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy as it sounds. Every doctor needs a lawyer. You know, every lawyer needs a plumber. You know, we all want to eat and sleep indoors, but nobody wants to build the houses. So to me, the people that want to do the work, I have the utmost respect for, but I, you, you have no idea how passionate I am about trying to help the people in the industry and of course the future people in the industry uh just in the last little while i've, I've kind of you know believe me i do a lot of thinking on this as to how you know i can help them what's the difference you know what is it that detracts maybe or, or doesn't attract uh, the people that uh, we so badly need and i think one of the things is I, I i learned a long time ago and i love this saying and you've probably heard me say it before there is a world of difference in the people who take a shower after work and the people that take a shower before work. And, and you just cannot believe the difference. The, 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 you know, the, there's, there's, we'll call it in some cases, not all the time, but in some cases, they're the elites of the world, and then there's the working people, the ones that do the work. And, and you cannot believe how different they think, uh, how different they act, and uh, it's just the characteristics are so different. Of course, I love working with the people that take the shower after work. You, you just there's there's men and women out there that I get to work with sometimes on a weekly basis. Um, you know, I go to different plants or whatever, different different precast plants where I get to work with different people every weekend. And you have no idea how good it is to be able to go there and to try and influence them. One of the questions that I've started to ask lately because I believe that. Um, I'm going to say, and I think I'm going to go into a limb here, but I want to say probably 98% of companies could do a far better job of onboarding. You know, I, I, because, you know, that first day on the job, that first hour on the job is so important. And I really believe, you know, if we sat back and looked at what we were doing, I think we could gain a lot and learn from it, of course, make it better. But and our messaging in that onboarding is so important. And sometimes, you know, like I, I just recently actually sat in on onboarding with a company who I'm helping to you know, improve theirs. And it, it, it was good. I know they were doing what they had to do. They had to go through all the legal mumble jumble. This is a company policy. And I understand that. But to the new person on the job, I'm going to be honest with you, they could care less. They could care less. They want to know what, what am I doing? Where am I going? Where do I fit in? Do I have a future here? How much is the pay? Is somebody making the same amount of money as me? I was going, am I going to make the same as the person sitting across the desk from me? Like that's the stuff they're worried about, and that never gets talked about. And 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 one of the things that I think when you look at the difference in the people that take the shower before work, and the people that take the shower after work, ask the people that show up. Do you think this is a job? Or do you think this is a career? And I've started to ask that with every group I get in front of lately. And you would be amazed at the answers that I get. 
You know, the, the ones that will say that are in a leadership position, they all feel that it's a career. But yet you ask somebody who maybe just started there in the new position and, and maybe not in the leadership role, do you feel this is a job or do you feel it's a career? That's just a job. And, and you see, this is where I think our messaging, you know, we've got a chance to gain it because it's a career. You know, let's face it. There are people who are truck drivers, loader operators, concrete finishers, crusher operators who make more money than a lot of people that have gone to university or college. And they deserve the money because they're very good at what they do. So like I say, to me, that's a career. Why wouldn't it be called a career? Now, the second part of this that I want to bring up, and I think it's so important that we tend to miss. I hate paperwork. If you only knew, I just, you've no idea how much I hate paperwork. I'm not a paperwork guy. the first to admit it. However, when you have, say, somebody in a, in a white, let's call it a white collar job, okay? When you bring somebody into a white collar job, we typically ask them to sign a formal contract. So, you know, you come here, this is what you do. If you get terminated, we're going to pay you so many weeks. It's all this mumble jumble. And a lot of the time, let's face it, I'm going to be honest here, it's protect the company. Nothing to do with the employee, it's to protect the company. And they know that. And you know, they're not stupid, these people. But, you know, how often have you ever heard of somebody who comes in and will say in an hourly position in the trades, in construction, you know, in the blue collar, you know, industry, maybe in a manufacturing facility, when have you ever heard them, heard of them actually signing a contract? And again, I'm not trying to create a whole bunch of paperwork here, but I'm going to tell you something. I think I know myself, when I sign my name to something, it's powerful. When I sign my name to something, I'm committed. I've thrown my hat over the wall and I'm doing this because my name is on the dotted line. And I don't think there's anybody out there that's the same way, that isn't the same way. You know, when we sign our name to something, we're committed to it because we signed our name to it. It's a human instinct. It's like it's it's like being married. You're committed. It's the way it works. And I think, and I've ran this, you know, I've worked with two or three groups in the last week or so, and I've ran this idea by them. And let's just say I think it's picking up some steam, and I think there's a lot we can gain from this. Companies in particular, leaders, of course, in particular, set the culture for the company. But a lot of the time, you know, companies today are so busy, they, they, they forget to take the time to define their culture. And I honestly believe that there is something to be gained if you're in, in the trades business and you bring people in, and, you know, the, the less just ones that's going to have the shower after work. I think there's something to be gained if you have what's called a cultural commitment. And you sit down with them and you explain to them, hey, look, you know, when you come to work here, uh, you know, we're an excavation company. And, uh, you know, as, as, as a professional excavation company, one of the things we do is we make sure that, you know, that uh, that our machines are, are, are kept, uh, you know, we maintain them perfectly. And if you're going to be the operator, you know, you're the person who's going to be uh, accountable for making sure this machine is maintained. And I'm not trying to complicate it and say you grease this fitting or keep the cab clean. Keep it simple. You are going to maintain this machine. You know, another thing, you know, when you know, when you work here, you know, we work as a team and we all show up on time and we start on time because as a team, we have to work together and we need to be together. Put that on there. You know, the thing is, when we come here, we are professionals. And the worst of it is, is, is we do not have strong enough messaging with our people and when we're in the trades business that they're professionals. And that they don't regard themselves as professionals, unfortunately. But they are. I have so much, I have more respect. I work with I, you know, this one company. I see this guy. He's a carpenter. He builds all the forms for the precast panels, and he's the lead hand. His name is Jamie, and he's the lead hand on the um, 
for this carpenter. You're making the, the forms of these panels. Jamie is so incredibly talented at what he does. I stand there and I watch him. I'm just amazed at how he puts the shim here. and He, he just makes it look so easy. Nobody's going to tell me that man is not a professional. He is by far more of a professional than a hockey player. But yet we don't look up to Jamie and we should. And the thing is, is that, you know, when you put this on the cultural contract, you come here, you are regarded as a professional. We respect you as a professional. Hey, I'm going to sign myself to that. And, and like I say, then the worst of it is we, lots of times I think we're guilty of bringing people in and we're as clear as mud with the onboarding and how we behave. You know, I, I'm doing some work with this excavation company, great young company. I love working with them. One of the biggest challenges the owner says that he, you know, to me is he said, I just, I just want them at the end of the day, you know, when they finish on the job, they line the equipment up at night on the job so it looks professional. Great thing. I think it's beautiful. I asked a stupid question. Have you explained to them that that's what you wanted? He, well, no, not really. You know, when the guy started, we didn't have time. And so, like, when you bring them in and you sit the people down and you explain to them, this is what we want. This is our culture here. And we want you to be happy here. You know, you were selected to come here. You weren't just hired. You know, you were selected to come here. Because you were selected to come here, we think there's future in you. We want you to have a career here. You know, your, your career means that in five years' time, you're going to be here. And, and we want you to be happy here and hopefully grow within the company because the company needs you. And I think there's so much we can gain by the messaging. I, 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 um, I was at an event here not long ago, and actually there was a... a it was, a, it was a, the Ottawa Construction Association put on this beautiful event. It was a trade show, and I'm walking around this trade fair, trade show, whatever you call it. And, and one of the companies, or I, I know the company quite well, and they had a very professional setup there. We had some iPads where you could actually, um, you know, you, you could see the jobs, the, the careers, and, um, you know, and apply for them. And I kind of went up to it, and there's an elderly gentleman there. I didn't know him. And uh, I, I, I said, I'm, I'm almost too afraid to get too close to this iPad in case I get hired. And, and you know what he said to me kind of floored me? He said, can you breathe? Well, I'm going to tell you, if that's our expectations of people, is can you breathe? We're doing something wrong. You know, and this is why when we hire people, we have to say, look, you weren't just hired here because your name's on the thing. You know, we, we hired you because we, we selected you because we think that, you you know, you're the best candidate for the job. You know, I, I'll give you an example. I, I, one of the things I do, and you cannot believe how, to me, how good it works, is every time I get in front of a group, I typically start the day with, you know, g give me a couple of things that you're grateful for. You know, the, what maybe one personal one at work. And you'd be surprised some of the stuff that, you know, we're, we're grateful for. And this one gentleman said to me, and I, I, when I say this stuff, I pick up on it, of course, then I ask some questions. And the one gentleman said to me, he says, uh, I'm really grateful we've got some new people starting. He said, we need people in the worst way. And I've got, we've got some new people coming, and I'm really happy. I asked the question, where do they come from? Well, I don't know. And I said, well, what do you mean you don't know? I, I said, if you've got people coming in the door, you need to know where they're hearing about you. Is it social media? Is it at the paper? You need to know that. Because the thing is, is if, if you don't know what's working when it's working, you're never going to know how to fix it when it breaks. And I'm going to tell you, this is my tip of the day, and I'll, and I'll stop this podcast because I want to keep it somewhat short today. If you've got people coming in and applying to work for you, I think one of the most important questions you can ask somebody who just walks in the door, you know, or, or you met them and they've approached you looking for a job, where did you hear about us? 
You know, if you, you know, I went to a leadership conference here a couple weeks ago, and they sent this questionnaire survey, whatever. And the first question was, where did you hear about this conference? So I told them. They know where to market. So the thing is, if you're looking for people and you get people, you get anybody that even comes in and drops in an application. Where did you hear about us? Because you, you, cause every company today has a sales team, we'll say. They're out there selling their product. And they probably, they, the truth is they do such a good job of selling. Lots of times they sell more product they can make. So if we're so good at selling our product, why aren't we selling our company? It, it, it's, you don't have to be, you know, this is, this is simple. We can do a better job of selling our company. And if we worked as hard as selling our company as we do with selling our product, guess what? We might not be in the situation we're in today. Hey, look, thank you so much for uh, for joining into this podcast or, or video on YouTube. I appreciate your support. And believe me, I'd love to hear your feedback on how what I just shared with you. Because I, I use it. It's free. Use it. Have a great day.